say I appreciate you all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift where shift happens. The morning shift is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary. They're located at 500 East Alden Avenue right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's my dear brother, Mr. James K. Gatlin, who is the owner and operator, as well as the licensed funeral director and embalmer at Gatlin Mortuary. We can be reached by calling area code 229-247-4141. Again, that's area code 229-247-4141. Have someone standing by 24 hours a day, seven days a week to assist you with your immediate needs. It is with great sympathy that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Brian Gerald Tucker of Atlanta, Georgia. And at Gatlin Mortuary, we are honored to be selected by his family to serve them with excellence through professional service. The life celebration service for Mr. Brian Gerald Tucker will be held in the morning at 11 o'clock a.m. at the New Covenant Church where Pastor Michael Wells is the pastor and Pastor Donald Walker will officiate. Intimate will follow in the Riverview Memorial Gardens right here in Valdosta, Georgia. The family will be accepted friends. Public visitation will be held on today from 1 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m. at Gatlin Mortuary. If you would like to stop by and show family your love and pay your respects for Mr. Brian Gerald Tucker, again, the public visitation will be held today from 1 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m at Gatlin Mortuary. Again, the life celebration services for Brian Gerald Tucker will be held in the morning at 11 o'clock a.m. at the New Covenant Church right here in Valdosta, Georgia. Again, Pastor Michael Wells serves as a pastor and Pastor Donna Walker will officiate. Again, we thank Gatlin Mortuary for being the official sponsor of the morning shift in your family's time of need please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust and that's gatlin mortuary where we provide modern day services with traditional values let me ask us all and i want you to be honest i want you to be honest with your girl with your response being in in either the heart button the like button or the um the um angry button if you had to rate your speech, how would you rate it? And I'm talking about across the board. So you got the red for hallelujah, Jesus. The thumbs up for thank you, Jesus. And the red face for help me, Jesus. How well is your speech? Meaning how you talk to people. So today we're going to talk about um, speech, right? We're going to talk about our speech. And the Bible verse for today is coming from Proverbs chapter 13 and verse number three in the message Bible. And it says, careful words make for a careful life. Careless words may ruin everything. All right. Careful words make for a careful life. Careless words may ruin everything. So, as we are talking about our level of speech and our, how we converse or conversate with other people, it's important to realize that when we are careful with our words, when we are considerate of the things that we say and, and how, um, how we say it, and we're cautious about the things we say and how we say it, um, it can lead to us having a careful life, meaning a life 
um, that is where we're cognizant of danger, we're cognizant of any mishaps, any shortcomings, any detriments that may happen. But whenever we are careless, whenever we don't care, because some of us, we have to admit that there are times when we don't care what we say or how we say it. Now, and I, I understand that sometimes you have to be um, blunt with people. Sometimes you have to be bold. Sometimes you have to be firm. Um, sometimes you just got to boom, stick it to them. However, when we are careless with our words, when we don't care, when we don't think, when we're not strategic in our speech, oh my God, uh, then consequences can come at a later date. You might feel okay with what you did in the moment or what you said to that person in the moment, uh, but careful consideration has to be rendered because there may be some future consequences down the line that will lead you to understand and believe and know that you just putting it out there without any forethought of recourse is not good. Because I'm telling you, the, the Lord has a way of m making us remember or causing us to have a remembrance of what we say. So when we are careless with our words, it can ruin a very good thing. Or it can make a bad situation worse. Careless words may ruin everything. Which means you give, when you are careless with your words, you give permission, my God, you give permission for things to go wrong in your life. In other words, when you are able to guard your mouth, you can protect your life. Oh, that's good. Whenever you are able to guard your mouth, you can protect your life. You can protect your integrity. You can protect your reputation. You can protect uh, your career. When you are able to guard your mouth, you can protect your life. Bible teaches us that every conversation that we have, not the ones we want to have, not dependent on our audience, not dependent on how we feel that day, but the Bible says that we should let every conversation that we have be full of grace and seasoned with salt. Every conversation, every time we converse or conversate with other people, not being mindful, not being cognizant of location, season, time, temperature, atmosphere, environment, not even being mindful of that. Every conversation that we have, conversations in front of people, conversations behind people's back, conversations in the presence of people or in the absence of people, in the presence of or in the absence of, Every conversation that you and I have should be full of grace and seasoned with salt. What are you adding? What do you bring to a conversation when you have it? Mm -hmm. Every conversation, every single one of them. Whew, this is where you have to say, honestly, help me, Jesus. Because if it says, let your conversation, we might be able to skate by with um, a hallelujah, Jesus. 
or an escape by with a thank you, Jesus. But with a let every conversation, whew, we can play if we want to. Yes, Lord, we can play if we want to. Uh, but that let every, hmm, that's one of them ones that will can honestly make you say, help me, Jesus. When you're mad, let every conversation be full of grace and season with something. When someone has frustrated you, let every, oh my God, whoo, that's when you go all the way over there to the right and you hit that button. Every one of them, when you've been mistreated, let every conversation be full of grace and season with salt. When you've been betrayed, let every conversation be full of grace and season with salt. When you've been lied on and uh, yelled at and cursed at and misunderstood and misrepresented let every conversation that we have be full of grace and season with salt help me father god great people are easily known by their speech great people are easily known by their speech if you want to be considered a great man or a great woman, the observation of your speech is important. Hear me when I'm talking. When you want to be considered great, above average, extraordinary, uh, superbly different, your speech is what's going to help push people over the line when they rate you. When they grade you, when they try to rank you, how do you talk? If if you are a, a person who is in management or leadership or seeking management or leadership positions in an organization or agency or whatever, how do you talk to people? If you're if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you're a business owner. How are you? How do you talk with people? Or how do you treat people? that you disagree with? How do you talk to people that you don't agree with? Because in order to be great at anything, you have to be able to have conversations full of grace and season with salt. Even when you have a disgruntled customer or a disgruntled employee or a belligerent employee, a difficult employee, a an, an employee or a sub, subordinate who has subpar performance and productivity. Great people are easily known by their speech. If you are all the time negative, uh-uh. Can't put you in the great category. If everything that you say is negative, if everything that you say is harsh and abrasive and judgmental and demeaning, you're not going to go down. You might be the great worst if there's ever such thing. But great people are easily known by their speech. You can, your words, when we talk about speech, it's, it's collectively your, your mouth and your lips. Okay. But your words can cause kings to love you or wise men to hate you. Your words alone. Not, we won't even get to action. We won't even get to how faithful you are. We won't even get to how dedicated you are. We won't even get how committed you are. We, I won't even touch on how you come in early and stay late. 
I won't even talk about your 130% productivity, quality productivity. We didn't even talk about actions, but your words. Because I know a man's gift will make room for him and set him before uh, great men and kings and yada, yada, yada. But your words can cause kings to love you or wise men to hate you. What you say, how you converse, how you conversate, how you speak, how you talk can either cause kings to love you or wise men to hate you. When you know how to talk, when you know what to say and when to say it, it will cause kings to love you. When you, I'm talking about when you know what to say at the right time to say it, the right flavor to say it with, it will have people to fall in love with you. You can, you may be the worst. You may be a murderer. You may be a slanderer. Well, we always say slanderer, but dealing with actions, you, you could be a, a convicted felon. You could be, but when you know how to talk to people, I'm talking now, when you know how to talk to people, it will, it will have the tendency to cause people to forget how you act or who you are or where you've been in your past simply because your words are full of grace and seasoned when so. It's, you just gotta know how to talk to people. It doesn't matter. You can be off the streets. You can be off the, you know, from the hood, from the ghetto, from the country, from the suburbs, from the rich part of the neighborhood to the worst. But if you know how to talk, you can be at the bottom of the totem pole on your job. You don't have no, no leadership position. You don't, you don't have to have, I mean, you can be working at the bottom. You just started yesterday, but you can have people in high places to fall in love with you simply because you know what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. It will cause kings to love you. In Proverbs 22 and 11, it says, for the grace of your lips, Kings will be your friend. People are trying to figure out how you can work where you work, have the look, hanky-danky position that you have. You don't have a title. You don't have degrees. You don't have that many certifications. You don't, you know what I mean? You don't have um, a whole lot of productivity, but for the grace, oh my God, of your lips, Kings will be your friend. People who are high up in the organization, high up in the agency, high up with the municipality, high up, high up with in the commission or the council. They will be your friend simply because of the grace that flows from your lips because you are staying in line with let every conversation that we have be full of grace and seasoned with so some people in high places will never be our friend and and then I say this term very loosely will never be our friends simply because we do not know how to talk to people you got to be able to have every conversation you have even if you get called in to be written up for the lack of productivity 
activity or a mistake or an error. Let your words still be full of grace. How can you, how do you talk when you're in trouble? What do you say when the gamut is against you? What do you say when the odds are against you? What do you say when you find out that your boss, your employer, your manager, your team leader has misrepresented an action that you've done? Basically, they done lied on you. How do you respond? These are the things, honey, that set you apart from everybody else. That's why when they show up, they'll see you standing and they'll come over because they respect the conversation. They'll respect you. Everybody don't respect your conversation. Everybody don't want to hear what you got to say because sometimes what we say is, is, is always negative. It's always to the left. It's always confrontational. It's always about someone being envious. It's all, all you, uh, you being, um, oh, oh, a paranoid people don't, that's not how you make friends when your, when your words, my goodness, when your words are tapped up with grace, kings will be your friend. Mm -hmm. That's, that's how I got favor. I didn't get, I didn't get favor simply because of what I do. It's also about what I say. It's about what proceeds off of my lips. When you don't know how to use your words wisely or when you are foolish with your words or careless with your words, it can cause wise men to hate you. In Proverbs 24 and 9, and I got to get out of here. In Proverbs 24 and 9, it says, scornful speech will cause men to hate you. Hear me when I'm talking. Scornful speech will cause men to hate you when whenever you are talking your talk and it's um mocking people it's um um you you're trying to be sly or um causing problems and and, and issues hmm? yeah scornful speech will cause men to hate you when you're rude honey when you try to insult people when, when you're being overbearing, when you're being abusive with your words, careless with your words. Because remember we said careful words make for a careful life, Proverbs 13 and 3. And careless words may ruin everything, honey. When you want to cause people to hate you, keep letting your conversation be about foolishness. Let your conversation uh, be disrespectful. Your conversation. Then that's why. I do, I, I just do this and that in the third and the fourth and the fifth. Yes, you doing all of that good stuff, but you talk. Your, your speech is off. Your speech is off. It ain't about what you ain't doing. It's about what you're saying. Your words can get you into trouble, beautiful people. Our words can get us into trouble. Many marriages are in trouble. Many marriages fail because the husband and wife don't know how to talk to each other. Because let every conversation be full of grace and seasoned with salt. This will help me, Jesus, sometimes, too. Because we don't know how to talk to each other. You, Your words cannot, if you want your marriage to be successful, your words with other people from the streets, S-K-R-E-E-T-S, from the streets and on your job, your words cannot and should not be full of grace and seasoned with salt there, but not at your house. Can't be nice to everybody else. That's something nice to say.
everybody else. Don't have nothing nice to say about chairs and on. Got to know how to talk to that man. Got to know how to talk to that woman. Mm-hmm. It's both sides. Again, we're talking about every conversation. Let every conversation that we have be full of grace and seasoned with salt. Because careful words make for a careful life. Careless words can ruin everything. It's the grace of your lips that will have you uh, to be befriended by people who others would deem out of your league. Yeah. It's all about our speech. Where do you stand?